I'm Jamie Nye. He is Drew Romenda on this Thursday afternoon. As I said, 30 degrees warmer than it was yesterday morning. And then it's going to be like 20 degrees colder tomorrow uh, than it is uh, this afternoon. Because why not? It's uh, the end of February, uh, early March. Uh, Happy birthday to all the leap year uh, babies out there. Get to celebrate your actual birthday every four years. I don't know anybody born on a leap year, Drew. Do you? Do you know, nope. February 29th? Nope. Uh, babies. Although I, I heard, heard a, someone <laughs> called earlier today saying uh, someone's getting married tonight in, in Regina, I do believe. I heard a call. I was like, no, that's how you remember your anniversary. And you only well, you have to, you only have to, years. yeah, you only have to spend the money on an anniversary gift every exactly. four year. That's a good deal. That's smart. Real, you can save up and have like a massive anniversary trip every four years or something like that. Smart, smart. Uh, Britain Gray's joining us for a, a roundtable. Um, Britain is offended today, Drew Romani. He's offended. He thought he thinks he thinks I'm a you know, I'm a chicken is what he thinks. I I know. No. Whoa. <laughs> uh, for what? Uh, well, we did a briar challenge at the Highland Curling Club today. Um, mm-hmm. Britain and producer Scott were filming it. Uh, I went up against wheels in a briar curling challenge and uh, people on social media over the next few days, will see who won, um, in that, but Britain believes that I picked wheels because he knew I would lose to him. That I mean, Britain, not wheels. But based on what I saw out there, oh, I think come I would, on. Have, would have beaten you both. I haven't curled in 10 years. That form was pretty good after a 10-year hiatus away from the after, pebble dice. After a couple practice rounds, sure. A couple practice uh, throws. You look fine. Uh, I will be honest, Drew. <laughs> I need to... Go for walks or something because think? that first kick really? out of the, that first you kick think? out of the hack was a bit it's, worrisome. The way my body reacted to the first kick out of the sliding. Hack. It's how how hard is that? It's sliding. It's not hard at all. Drew, what, there, there oh, were c- calm down. There Mr. were moments Amanda. where I thought I was going to step in for both of those guys. Where I thought it was game over. So <laughs> watch the videos and you'll see the uh, the glory. That was Wheels and was, Jamie on the curling ice. Are you using glory and finger quotations right now? Glory. <laughs> Dude, start off with walks and then do some push-ups. <laughs> and then do some body do some body weight stuff. Just to start off. Body weight? I can't lift my own yeah. body weight. What are you talking about? You can do squats. Low on the eccentric. <laughs> powerful on the concentric. And then do I don't know what you just said. As you're lowering, go slow. As you get up, go, go See, quick. There we go. Talk to me like I'm a 43-year-old man who's never once I'm talked to a 61. fitness person. Tr- yeah, I'm but I've never talked to a fitness person old. before in my life about any of this stuff. But my goodness, wow, I was worried about myself that first <laughs> oh, kick out of the hack. <laughs> and then I started stretching, and then I was like, okay, that's better. I didn't stretch before that, so... Yeah. What do stretch. I always tell you? Stretch. What to, stretch? Yeah. Every day you should stretch. <laughs> so the body is meant to be active. It's not meant to be stagnant. 
sedentary. Oh, but it's it so much more active. comfortable to be. Oh, sure it is. Sure it is. When you're when you're thirty <laughs> or forty, wait till you get to be fifty, sixty, and geez, I can't even get out of my. I can't lift my groceries and, and get them into the house. That might be me tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, did you at least have fun watching uh, Wheels and uh, me embarrass ourselves why, at the why uh, didn't, at the Highland? Wait, why didn't all four of you just play each other? Well, like, we needed someone to film it, uh, Drew. Record it, video record it. There's no film. Anymore. No, there was film. It's it's video. There's going to be videos throughout the weekend. No, but video. There's no, not there's no film. film. Not there's physical no film. film. Someone had to hold the data responder that makes Thank the you. data Thank now. You. If we want to get technical, yes. I don't know yeah. how it works. There's no film. Uh, but are are you ready for the briar? It starts tomorrow, Britain. You got it covered for us uh, here on the Green Zone, of course. I can't wait. Curling events are so fun to go to to cover and uh, actually. The last big event I covered before the pandemic was the Scotty's Tournament of Hearts out in, in Moose Jaw. Yep. One of the best times, and I'm excited to see some of the uh, top men's curling talent after the women crushed it at the Scotties with Jennifer Jones and Rachel Holman. Now the men's turn, and, and Brad Gushu going after history again, kind of trying to repeat it, because in 2018, yep. came in as Team Canada to Regina and won it all. So I know he's looking to kind of repeat that. And there's a lot of local flavor mm-hmm. in this briar. It's not only Team Saskatchewan who skipped by a Manitoban, but of course Colton Flash and the Marsh Boys, both from uh, Saskatchewan, is that trio. But you know, Catlin Schneider's a Regina guy. Uh, Went to high school with him. Played football with him actually. And and he's rep- he's a skip for BC. Uh, ben Hebert, of course, everyone knows Benny Hebert around these parts. A Regina guy who's uh, the lead of Brendan Botcher. You were saying there's another Saskatchewanian on one of the territories teams mm-hmm. uh, coming down from as well. Kindersley. And then I'd he, have to just go through I, his name just escaped me right now, but from Kindersley originally, now playing out out there. Matt Dunstone, who represented Saskatchewan uh, for a while, but out of Manitoba, so uh, there'll be a lot of, and it's supposed to be packed tomorrow uh, for the uh, Briar, and the patch will be a popular place tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be a popular place tomorrow. Free admission. Does Drew know who's playing the the big main event? That's why yeah. everyone's going to be at the patch. Yeah, yeah but the the one thing is they're not going to sing Oh Canada." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That uh, I can agree with that. Okay. Jamie was all hyped. Of course, I know Jamie was all hyped up for them to to come. Singing long in town tomorrow for the patch free admission the green zone house band <laughs> you know where to find Britain and I tomorrow uh, night uh, on a Friday I will be working hard because that's the first draws are happening so Saskatchewan playing you know gotta work hard that's not how you cover a briar okay come on you you no, do the score. That's not how you, you inter- cover the briar. You, you interview that's a, not how you, you interview the it. skip. You throw in a quote or two, and then you go you go get some inside stories from the patch. That's what you do. You get the inside sure. scoop from everything in the patch. <laughs> I'm sure your bosses right now are loving the fact. Boots on the ground group. reporting. <laughs> oh no, everything's of your, covered. Of your teaching, of your teaching journey. Everything's going to be covered. It'll be fine. We'll have the scores up. We'll have the quotes from the team after they play. But seriously. Come on. It's what the...
covering the Briars all about? The overlords. That's uh, all right. It's, it's four o'clock. The overlords aren't listening anymore. <laughs> uh, this is this is usually on their drive home when they are listening. So, <laughs> hi. Uh, okay, Caleb Williams, dad. I've I've told you guys. I've told you guys. I would not draft Caleb Williams based on the reports of the advice he's getting from his father, and his father wants shares in the team that drafts him, and they have more leverage because he made $10 million or over and nil deals in college and all this stuff, and he's a business, and he's this big de- Throw a ball in the National Football League one time. Actually, no. Try a thousand times, win a couple of Super Bowls, and maybe we'll then we'll talk about shares and ownership. Tom Brady won seven and didn't get a share into ownership in the National Football League. The Hunts aren't giving Patrick Mahomes anything. No. They're not even giving him a nice facility for crying out loud. Would would you be drafting Caleb Williams still? Or or would Uh, dad scare you away, Britton Gray? It's starting to get worrisome. (laughs) But in the interviews, you have to pull Caleb aside and be like, listen, Caleb, like, are you serious about this? Because do you you're, want this? you're a generational talent, but there's is some it, other good quarterbacks in this draft. Is it? You don't know. Nobody based, knows that for sure. Well, I mean, nobody knows that for sure. Based on True. what they're saying. Based on what they're saying. But I mean, like he's, Trevor Lawrence was a generational talent. We're kind of waiting to see that. Ryan Leaf was seen as a generational talent. Complete bust. Oh, the, uh, Russell. the Raiders have to take Jamarcus Russell yeah. first overall here. Uh, absolutely, they do. Inexact science. Just trash. You got that, on that. You got that right. There's, there's no guarantees. It is a, it's a roll of the dice. But now, what Mr. Williams did, what his, his dad, um, he consulted with an agent, apparently, regarding the, well, is there a chance to get an ownership share of the team and there was some of the way he was talking about what circumventing the draft somehow when or wasn't that wasn't that what was what it was and it is you did mention it jamie without a doubt you did say you would run away from him just based on that because um it should send up some red flags what you need to do and to be in the national football league to be an elite talent you can't have much noise outside of you and outside yeah, of yeah. the organization until you get to the point where you're proving yourself and you can get to that. Like Tom Brady, he didn't have his inside trainers all around the Patriots facilities early in his career. No, he worked his tail off. And then as he got older, he was like, okay, I have my TB12 thing. I'm going to do that. But if we're doing a Caleb Williams thing before he even plays in the National Football League, I'm trading the pick if I'm the Chicago Bears. I'm trading it. Yeah. No thanks. I'm out. That, so, well, sorry. What Mr. Williams did wasn't. It was not to avoid the draft, but avoid. Is there any loopholes to avoid rookie contracts? Because his son made ten million dollars plus, and whether it would be possible to receive an ownership stake in the team. Now that's what has been uh, floated out there to the point where he is asking agents about things like that. So you do have a point. As far as there's a lot of noise around him, and not much of it good. But um, is he better than Justin Fields? Is what it probably comes down to for the Chicago Bears. I, I think he will be. I think. <laughs> I think the team is moving off Justin Fields. I think 
all the smoke and mirrors. Oh, Justin's our guy. We want to stick by Justin. All this, I think it's just the Bears trying to retain his uh, traits capital. Because if you sat uh, Justin Fields the last half of the season, well, his trade capital goes completely down. Yeah, exactly. It's just like the NHL right now. Guys are getting played right now that you just for the simple fact of you're hoping that he gets noticed and he gets you trade him. I mean, he, people are calling about him. This is exactly right. Uh, Britton Gray, Drew Romenda, Jamie and I, little round table. Um, yeah, I know Britton's going to work hard, Drew. I just work smarter, not harder. That's the secret. <laughs> this is 980 CJME and 650 CKLM. Wow. Welcome back to the Green Zone. I'm Jamie Nye. He's Drew Romenda. Earlier this week, we were talking about uh, the trade rumor around Elias Pettersson of the Vancouver Canucks that the Canucks were listening to trade uh, discussion. Uh, that lasted 48 hours as the Vancouver Canucks and Elias Pettersson are closing in on an eight-year contract extension that could possibly be announced and likely to be announced before the NHL trade deadline next Friday. I, I told you when that Elias Pettersson thing, there's going to be a lot of stuff being throw, floated around to get people talking with the attention on the NHL trade deadline coming up. Yep. There it was. Uh, but the, now now it's the ticket. How much money will it cost the Canucks to keep Elias Pettersson? Will it be over $10 million? Yes, Drew? You think so? Mm-hmm. Yep. Look at his numbers. Compare, do the comparables. It's going to be right up there. It should ten at max. Fingers crossed. Probably going to be wrong on that. <laughs> Time now for the Green Zone One Minute Drill. The latest in sports in the National Hockey League tonight. The Toronto Maple Leafs entertain the Arizona Coyotes. The Leafs have won eight of their last ten. The Coyotes have. Not. They're on a 13-game losing streak. Montreal visits Florida. Winnipeg is at Dallas. And the Vancouver Canucks take on the LA Kings. The Canucks currently tied with the Rangers for top spot in the National Hockey League. The Briar gets going tomorrow night in Regina. Saskatchewan will be on the ice against PEI. Six o'clock is the first draw. Also, there's a battle of Alberta. Slachinski against Cooey. And Brad Gushu, the defending champ, also in the same pool in action Tomorrow, the Green Zone will be live tomorrow, 2 to 6, just outside the Brandt Center. This is 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. We went back inside, sat down, had a few drinks, but all we kept talking about was Boy Days. Well, it has to be Boy Days. And the work of the young girls like Boy Days. Boy Days. I'm Jamie Knott. He is Drew Romenda. Welcome into the Green Zone on this Thursday afternoon. Um, we won't be uh, chatting with uh, Drew Romenda tomorrow. You're you're busy flying to uh, Dallas, Texas uh, with mm-hmm. the San Jose Sharks. Um, any Briar predictions, Drew, before the the week begins? Any bold? Saskatchewan won't win. Well, I said bold. <laughs> like well they have a chance yeah they're the sixth ranked team but it hasn't been on our side for 
44 long, years. Long, long, long time. 1980, Rick Fulton. You weren't even born yet. I wasn't born yet. It's never happened in my lifetime that a team representing That's Saskatchewan has won the Briar. Amazing. You would think about how passionate people are in the province about curling and how you mentioned had some really good curlers and some good curlers from Saskatchewan playing in this Briar, but they're not playing for Saskatchewan. Yeah. Besides the Saskatchewan guys. Um, but in your lifetime, Saskatchewan's not run Mm-mm. a Briar. I was in friggin' high school the last time they won the Briar. Long time. Yeah, where ago. were where there's the where Great were 12. you when? Nineteen eighty when yeah. Rick Folk yeah. won the yeah. Briar. Isn't that something? <whistles> okay. Well, you were in high school? Yeah, that was my graduating year, nineteen eighty. Had you met Michelle yet? No, 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 no. She had to wait for three, three more years before she got. You to blessed see, her with your presence. That she got to see this good-looking good guy at Fast Freddy's. <laughs> She's not even listening like that's normal. Didn't, so even, okay. yeah, didn't even catch no, it. Didn't she even, didn't even raise it. Up. She didn't even raise an eyebrow. No, not, she didn't even. Not, not even a side eye glance of why are you no, talking about Fast or, Freddy's? Or she's completely mastered the the art of ignoring me after all these years. Oh, now she's looking. <laughs> What's good? Yeah, she just went. What's going on over there? I just said how much. Uh, but how great here we go. How much I love you. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Yeah. Check the tape. Now here's the long and the short of it. I hate hockey. And I don't like kids. It's time to drop the clubs. We're losing. We're guys more. They're burying us alive. But hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. Okay, Drew Amanda, as uh, we do that hockey, and the Calgary Flames made a trade last night. Chris Tanev is out, as Eric Francis told us earlier. Noah Hannafin will be next. Uh, but uh, they're telling teams that uh, no, Jacob Markstrom, he's sticking around. He's Yeah. Do you agree with Eric that this team, or I guess not Eric, Craig Conroy, that this team shouldn't ever um, go down the path of a complete tear it down, build it back up again. Because I'm sorry, when when he was talking about that, all I was thinking of, I don't see anywhere forward with this team to be a top competitive team in the National Hockey League with the guys they have under salary. I just don't see it from this group, especially if they're going to trade their best goaltender this offseason. Well, being with a team that's in the middle of a complete tear down and rebuild, that's a hard road, man. And there's no guarantee you're doing it the right way because your draft choices are a big part of it. Your development's a big part of it. And in a cap era, it's hard to bring the guys in when you need to bring them in. Timing's got to be there. A lot of things have to be there. Now, for the Calgary Flames, they are, uh, what are they now, five points out of a playoff spot. They've got one game in hand on Nashville. And they're seven and three in their last ten, but so is Nashville. I don't know if you can always be in the in the middle. I think you have to keep adding to try to get better every every year. But I don't blame Craig Conroy for trading the guys that he's trading because they are so scared about what happened with Johnny Gaudreau and, and Matthew Kachuk and what Hannafin. 
American kids don't want to play in, in Canada. They want to play in America. So, you know, I, I don't know, Jamie. I just don't know. It's tough. Well, that's it's not good really news tough. for the Vancouver Canucks with JT Miller and Brock Besser uh, part of the uh, Well, crew. yeah, but Vancouver's, Vancouver's the anomaly in Canada, isn't it? Like when you look, it's, it's, it's the California of Canada with the exception of they get snow and when they get snow, the, the city is paralyzed. But Vancouver's a, a damn, Vancouver's a different animal as compared to every other place in Canada. Um, okay. Vancouver. Let's, let's go through uh, the uh, rumor a day um, here on the green okay. zone. Um, the Bruins are pushing hard to acquire Noah Hannafin. Uh, the Flames seek three significant pieces uh, from the Boston Bruins for the 27-year-old defenseman. Yeah, but one, what is this? The other, here's the other one. Noah Hannafin, apparently the Panthers are looking at him. Uh, the Stars were linked to him, but then they went and got Chris Tanev instead. What's when we talk about a significant price for them, you know, what could you, what could happen? What could it be? What do you want? What are you looking for? Are you looking for, if you're the, if you're the flames, are you looking for a player who's going to step in right now, which you should, that means it's a young player. And with the Boston Bruins, I don't think they're giving up any of their young guys. So you're just going to take draft picks. Well, there's some, other great rumors coming out of Boston. Love these rumors coming out of Boston. Jake DeBrusque, uh, his ex- his extension contract talks have stalled. So there's discussion there. On there's been lots of what's rumors gonna about do. Jake. Yeah, for a long time there's been rumors about Jake, especially when Bruce Cassidy was there. When, when Jim Montgomery got there, things changed, and Jake had a good year. But Jake's always been a focus of maybe this guy's going. And this is probably more a summer deal. Trading Linus Allmark is starting to have some smoke because if they go with Jeremy Swayman, who's an RFA after this season, how much money do they want to pay their goaltenders uh, with Linus Allmark coming in at a $5 million ticket? So the rumors aren't that they're going to trade him before the deadline. Of course not. But uh, the rumors are Linus Allmark could soon be on the trading block this summer as Jeremy Swayman uh, negotiates a new deal. They've got the best one-two combo in the National Hockey League. They are both fantastic, can win you games, can win you a series. But Swayman is the guy that they're looking at as being the number one guy. So right now, the teams that need to trade for a goalie wouldn't give you what you want in return. You wouldn't get the value for the player. You just wouldn't. Because the teams that are looking to trade for a goalie because they think, as, as Eric Francis said, oh, that's the guy that could have made the difference for us. Mm-hmm. They're giving up. They're not giving up players. They're giving up draft choices. They're giving up some minor league guys. So they'll hang on to them throughout the, the 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 playoffs. And who knows how far they can go in the playoffs this year. But you're absolutely right. They're not going to move him now. But because of the money situation, but the cap goes up $4 million next year, but there's other issues that they've got to deal with. If they don't do anything in the playoffs this year, I expect wholesale changes there. Not And wholesale being those players that we were talking about will be gone. Okay, this is another great social – this is more social media fire than any insider fire, but that hasn't stopped 
them asking the general manager of the Ottawa Senators, and you were just talking about American players who don't want to play in Canada. Yep. The speculation that Brady Kachuk might soon want out of the Ottawa Senators. Would he sign an eight-year deal? But he... Two years ago? Or a year ago? Let me just check his contract. He's got a seven-year deal with the contract uh, Ottawa Senators in 23... Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the, the insiders are asking the question because there is speculation that he's just getting to the point of frustration with the Ottawa Senators. That yeah. he doesn't see a way forward of this team who continues to not make that jump that we ex- have been expecting the Ottawa Senators to make. Although it doesn't sound like he's trading him, the more likely trade is, of course, Vladimir Tarasenko yeah. from the Ottawa yeah. Senators. Sorry, he's in the third year of that of that deal. This is the third year of that deal. Um, I tell you what, I'd take Tarasenko. Guy's a, the guy's a competitor, man. I, I mean, he's not... He wasn't happy in St. Louis, but everywhere he goes, he 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 produces. He makes something happen. I take Tarasenko, but with Brady Kachuk, I, I I understand that he's upset. I understand that he's not happy with things. People would jump all over that trade. Like there would be teams one, two, three, four years left on the eight million dollar deal. At, at his number, at his production, he's a bargain. Now his cash is ten point five. The cap hit is eight point two. It still is a significant hit to your cap. You'd have to really buck up some, some not only prospects but some players that can play on your team immediately. But I'd like you know I'd, I'd like to see teams just trade big players. It's, it makes it, it a not heck working. of a lot more interesting, doesn't it? Yeah, and if he's not happy, you know, you want volunteers, not hostages. The, the trend is there. You pointed it out uh, yeah. on some of the American, American guys. No. American kids. Hey, careful on the Austin Matthews isn't going anywhere. Toronto fans. Okay, we get that. He just signed that massive extension. Not until the new building gets built in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's peace out with he and Beebs on the next plane to Arizona. Yeah, it'll be Beebs plane exactly. He's not just taking commercial. He's going Beebs, and Beebs is like, I'm on it. Yeah. We'll be right there. Get the chopper. Uh, coming up next here on the Green Zone, <laughs> our game of the night on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie Nye and Drew Amendo with a year in the Green Zone. Our game of the night in the National Hockey League. I'm going through uh, all the uh, the TV listings here to see what game Saskatchewan can actually watch tonight in the National Hockey League. Um, and Toronto, Arizona, regional restriction on that one, so that's a that's a no go. Uh, the uh, L.A. Kings and the Vancouver Canucks. That's a there you go. No regional restriction on that one. Oh, okay, all right. Um, but. But, of course, we are in the Jets region. There you, um, go. you can uh, watch the Winnipeg Jets and the Dallas Stars tonight. They are tied atop the Central Division. Of course, uh, TSN has uh, the Jets 
right? So 79 points apiece. The Jets, though, do have four games in hand. The Dallas Stars just made a trade for Chris Tanev. The Jets on a four-game winning streak. Uh, that is the uh, game of the night with the Jets and the Stars at the top of the Central. The Jets are, I think, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10. Dallas just uh, below 500, as a matter of fact, or 4-4-2 four, four and two or something like that in their last 10. So they're struggling. They were just doing nothing but winning for a while, and now they're struggling a little bit trying to find that next goal. If you're not a fan of either of those teams, uh, Vegas and Boston, you can watch that one on Sportsnet. You can't watch any of the Canadian teams on Sportsnet tonight because there's a regional, but you can watch Vegas and Boston, which is a, another okay matchup in the National Hockey League tonight. I know, Drew. I know. I know. The, the look you're giving me is the look I give the TV listings every single day of going, what? Wait a second. You, I can watch Vegas and Boston and then Pittsburgh and Seattle later, but I can't watch the Canucks and the LA Kings. On Canada Sports Network. Oh, no, that's the other one. But on, on the, never mind. <laughs> it's Canada Sports Leader is TSN. Leader. T- okay, yeah. Home of Hockey Night in Canada, but not tonight. <laughs> oh, only on Saturdays. And sometimes even those games are regionally restricted, which really ticks me off uh, for Hockey Night in Canada. But our game of the night, it's the Jets and the Stars, the two teams atop the Central Division.